What's up, fellow Zeros? Thanks for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that knows vitamin C is supposed to neutralize the nitrates or something. Yeah. <laughs> My name's Joe, and joining me to talk to you about Friday the 13th, I've got Sequel. The podcast that has a death curse. And Corey. The podcast that makes a science out of coincidence, with an honorable mention of the podcast that's a real prophet of doom. You guys had good choices. We did. I picked mine because it was stupid. You didn't say who you're here with. I figured two, I did. two other camp counselors. Yeah, I might stop doing that. You can't stop doing I get that. no enjoyment out of it. We do, though. <laughs> it's not about you, Joe. It's about the listeners and us. Joe, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to talk to you about Friday the 13th, but first, we've been watching other stuff. Hey, Corey, what have you been watching? Uh, not a whole lot, if I'm being honest with you guys. Uh, I did get carve out some time to watch Free Solo. That's an excellent choice. It's a phenomenal film. It is such a good film. Uh, I wish I had known that it existed back when it was in IMAX, because I can't fathom how incredible of a viewing experience seeing that movie in IMAX would have been. Someone who saw it in IMAX, it was great. I Yeah. I went back and watched some other um, oldie but goodies on Disney+. Plus. I watched Remember the Titans again. Uh, we are the Titans, mighty... Mi- Sorry. No, you're fine. Not going to stop you. Uh, I love that film. Uh, the historical inaccuracies do bug me a little bit, but... There was no forward pass in football yet, right? That's what we're talking about? <laughs> there sure was. There sure was, but they didn't bind together as a team there was a lot of racial strife throughout the entire season it is a disney movie yes you're absolutely right but uh one of my friends actually works in that school district right now are they still the titans i don't know if they're still the titans T. but C. like williams whatever they're i i don't even know school. if the school's called tc one just not... at a school in alexandria he works for like the alexandria school district so it wasn't the first school in that conference to integrate mm-hmm. um there's actually three schools that merged, and their football team had like 90 guys on it, where everyone else's football team had like maybe 30. Yeah. So this rotated in and out, in and out, in and out, and they just demolished everybody. I was about to say, this should be amazing <laughs> if you're combining the best of three schools. Yeah, yeah well, that's exactly yeah. it, right? The bigger the That's team... why they were so good. <laughs> and again, just like you said, they're, they're constantly rotating people out. So yeah. No, they were so good because they overcame adversity to band together. Yep, yep, they That's did. That's what Bob Iger wants you to think. They did They did a lot of running through Gettysburg, which is that, that crystallizing moment. No, but that's about it. I actually went back and watched some Breaking Bad as well. Um, I was just doing chores and I just needed something on in the background. Something soothing in the background. <laughs> yeah, you know. Something I didn't, I like, I've seen enough times that, like, I can just have it on as noise. And I've come to the conclusion, I think Gus Fring might be the best or the most well-written TV villain of all time. He's really good. He's a really good villain. I think it's because he's so complex and I am actually on his side at least like 30% of the time. He's one of my favorites, I'd say. He's just like so smart about everything. He's written as a smart villain. Mm -hmm. But like, and I mean, even on the... TV villain, I mean... mm. And then even on the other side of it too, he's just... He's likable. Like, yeah, he's clearly a psychopath. Like, box color changes your whole perception of him. Sure, but like... He's a sociopath. He blends in, and his blending is, like, very good. I guess he's better than any Game of Thrones villain, right? Spoilers, guys. I'm kidding. So, here's the thing. If you're going to put a Game of Thrones villain in there, you're going to put Joffrey Brethren because he was... 
You he hated the, him. He was the first, like, mean yeah. villain. So Gus Fring is a hundred times better than Joffrey. I agree. Joffrey. Just complexity-wise, I yeah. think that he's more he's more well-balanced and well-written. Joffrey, life. Ramsay, Tywin, and Cersei would be the four I would come oh, up with. Oh, yeah. Cersei. Ramsay, though. Ramsay's brutal. But he didn't last very long. No. So. And or, I'll get there one day. And that's the other thing, too. So when it comes to the Game of Thrones, like, I, I don't take prime... I, like, I put prime time in its own... or. Yeah. yeah, it's both TV, right? It's still TV. You're right. I, I can't I can't hold it against you. But like when people are like, "Oh, the guys from The Wire," I'm like, I don't think Showtime and HBO have. I feel like they've got a leg up because they've got a, a bigger budget usually. Premium cable. Yeah, yeah, bigger budget, longer episodes. You can swear and show nudity. Yeah, it's a leg up on cable for sure. It definitely is. But Breaking Bad is the television show that was allowed to say fuck on national television. First show to do it. They did it. Yay! The line. Is incredible too. Can you walk? Get the fuck out and never come back. Like that's the the first f bomb on national television, and that's what they use it on. Damn. Would've been worse if it was just something completely stupid and pointless, yeah. like oh. the episode of South Park. You got you got some shit, shit on your face. face. Yeah. <laughs> shit a lot. Yeah. <gasps> what if I? Say that's I actually what they're referencing sh- though. That fuck. I want to take a shit in the toilet. No, that's bad. You cannot say that. <laughs> So yeah, that's pretty much all I've been watching. Sequel, what have you been watching? Not a lot. <laughs> what? I've been... So I had the Thanksgiving week off. Um, the whole week? Well, I took it off. Oh, okay. Nice. Because my parents were up. So that's when I got to see all those new releases. Since I've been back at work. So I'm kind of like between living places right now as i await to close on a house and this isn't going to mean anything to our outside of long island listeners but i've been staying with my in-laws so i've been commuting from manorville to uniondale and back every freaking day and lot. it's it's a lot and i just kind of go home eat and go to bed so that that sounds a lot like me yeah from middle from middle island to the upper west side of manhattan i get it man it's it's, it's brutal it's, it's, but it's tough yeah, but like with you, you got the train to watch stuff. I'm yeah. Driving, man. So I listen to a lot of podcasts, but that's about it. Um, I watch Ragnarok one night during the week because it just nice. happened to be on. So, movie still holds oh, up. On cable? It's very good. No. Oh, okay. It, uh, my uh, in laws had it on when I got home. So. Nice. And, uh, yeah, then I watched. Um, I saw a new release today with uh, somebody in the room. Not Nick Cannon. It was. <laughs> That would be really funny. Is Nick Cannon on the pod? Like, do we have we talked about him on the podcast? I don't think so. All right, let's keep it that way. Okay, <laughs> our silent partner, yeah, Joe, and I saw Richard Jewell today. We sure did. Right before we started recording, actually. If you ever want to take, have something take the wind out of your sails, see a really like depressing, angry movie. Yes, yes. Before they, a podcast, they. Uh, if you're familiar with the story, they kind of do this guy dirty. Although, you can make the comment that he doesn't do enough to get out of his own way. Kind of... For sure. Lends himself to criticism at certain points. But uh, it's very well done. I, I like Sam Rockwell a lot, and uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. Do you think Kathy Bates has any shot at supporting actress? Because she was really good in it. Maybe. Maybe. She did have her, her she Oscars... She had her Oscar moment. Yeah, she had her Oscar scene. She had two scene. of them, really. Like a, a small one, and then well, the I guess the, the press conference would be that's her, the big one. That's the clip they're going to air during the show. Yeah, if yeah, she gets for nominated. sure. She's um, the mom, right? Yes. Yeah, Sam Rockwell is definitely going for best supporting with his Oscar moment. It was very on the yeah. nose to the point where I leaned over to Joe and went, Oscar scene. 
<laughs> and I said, what? Because I didn't hear him the first time. <laughs> but uh, as the guy that played Richard Jewell, I forgot his name. He's been in a lot of he's movies a, he's recently. He's a three-name person. Yeah. He was in Black Klansman. He was in... Um, oh, yeah, he was. He was in I, Tanya, which was That's why I left when they asked him, have you ever be, uh, been a Klansman or associated with Klansman? I'm like, ah, he has. <laughs> well, one time. <laughs> Who was he in Black Klansman? He was just one of the lower... Fat, doofy Klansman. <laughs> in, like, the main group that they're yeah. always with? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. If you guys saw I, Tanya, he's, like, the guy that sets up the... The pipe hitting. I almost said set up the hit, not. and it was a little too ap- like yeah. a little too on the nose. His name is Paul Walter Hauser. Yeah, I thought he did well. I mean, he certainly good. looks like Richard Jewell if you see it. I've seen an actual photograph of him. I haven't. It's but very it well doesn't casted. surprise me. Yeah, but yeah, he was good. He's not getting a lot of buzz though. The movie's not getting as much buzz as I thought it was going to get. Well, it just opened today. I guess that's true. Yeah, I'd be surprised because I mean it's a Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Not starring Clint Eastwood. It's a lot of controversy surrounding the uh, female reporter in this too. She is also deceased. Glad Richard uh, Jewell is today, and they, uh, they, her family is not really happy with her portrayal. But I'd recommend it. Definitely go see it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, you gotta have a villain. Unfortunately, she's not really the villain. And she's one of. Yeah. I don't want to say too. That's spoiler. fair. Yeah, yeah. It, it just opened. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Joe. Everyone's the villain and no one is the villain. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Richard Jewell actually planted the... Bu- no. Um, <laughs> Spoilers, Jesus Christ. Joe, what else have you been watching? Well, that, did you finish? Yeah, that was it. That was okay. just those two things. I watched two other things. Uh, I've watched Baby Driver, finally. That's a great movie. That. a great movie. I liked it a lot. It was. It was really good. It's a lot of fun. Surprisingly good. Like, I didn't have high expectations going into it, and it... it literally blew me away i, I wish like, way better than i thought it was gonna it's be. not gonna get that much play because kevin spacey's in it unfortunately yeah but it's it, it, that should be like a cable movie staple i feel yeah everyone's good in it it's, yeah it has a realistic feel to it like how how events unfold yes like it doesn't feel like hollywood and campy it's actually like i believe the love story in mm-hmm. it even though it's happened so quick i'm like i get this it's like titanic like the drive- okay i see <laughs> the the driving stunts are a little like out there. Like I can't see this per, like actually happening, you know. But sure, yeah. But but the story is the story seems kind of grounded. I I, I yeah. feel yeah. Yeah, it works nice. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I saw, Knives Out. What do you think? It? It's uh, it's very good. I personally was underwhelmed for two small reasons. Number one, well actually three. Number one is because. I saw a lot of the twists coming, which is unfortunate. The second thing was the theater experience. Uh, because everyone and their stupid friend was like, I bet you it's this. I'm like, shut up. The movie will tell us. I hate hate that <laughs> shit. Yeah. And then the third thing was just that I feel like this movie got overhyped to me because everyone telling me how amazing it is. And I was like, it's really good, but... Way to go, sequel. It's not it's, just sequel. It's it's in my top three of the year. That's fair. Yeah. I don't I fault the, I don't fault anyone for that. It's it's very well done. It's so much fun during that movie for me. I wanted a little bit more twistiness to it. Like I was able to guess too many things. Well, the beauty of the movie is they tell you what happens. Yeah. The, the twist is getting there. That's why I like. I thought it was. But usually, the, uh, never mind. I, I won't talk about it okay. anymore because no, I'm, I'm going to start. Yeah, weekend. I'm going to start spoiling things for Corey and other people out there, and people don't need that. But Knives Out is very good. I think that'll be a Best Picture nominee. Wow. It's got a decent shot. Yeah. yeah, I think so. By the way, there's one thing I forgot. What? 
I also watched Age of Ultron this week. Okay, that movie's still good. It, it's fine. Everybody always. I, I didn't. I never understood why people didn't like it as much as the other ones. Watching it this time around, I definitely get it. They overdid the quippiness of it. They it's did too quippy. Like they made them all too Whedonized. Yeah. So it, it was. It was just too much. You need. You needed. You, they needed to pump the brakes a little bit. It was it was just too much because you couldn't take anything seriously because eventually somebody came in with a quip and I'm like, I can it's, we? It's still mostly solid though. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's what we've been watching. That's a weird popping sound. Max, <laughs> did you explode? Max cracked his knuckles. <laughs> Crack it out before we go live, Max. Unbelievable, rookie. And now we'll do the movie facts for the movie that we're reviewing, Friday the Thirteenth, which came all the way back. Came out all the way back in 1980. It's rated R. It's one hour, 36 minutes long. Directed by Mr. Sean S. Cunningham. It stars Adrian King, or Adrienne, Betsy Palmer, Kevin Bacon, Peter Brower, and Walt Gourney. If you take issue with that, eh. Come see me. Come see Corey. The budget for the movie was $550,000. It's very low. It is. It grossed $39 million, almost 40. It was all domestic. So not a bad haul for them. It's a cool, I want to say 80 times. That's not right. 500,000, you got the 40? Actually, it is almost yeah, 80 times almost your budget. 80, That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, my math is right. Joe, trust your instincts. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie a 62%. Fresh. Audience score of 60%. IMDb, 6.5 out of 10. Wait. 6.5 out of 10. Yeah. No, the Metacritic score that you gave me. 22. I wrote 22. I thought that was I thought that was supposed to be 62 because nope. everything else is okay. So 22 in Metacritic with the user score of 5.9. I did I did write it down we're, correctly. We're we're back to Metacritic being way the fuck off. That's not even close. That's not in the ballpark of the other scores. No. It's going back to like early early days of yeah. ZTH when we were like, who's Who on the, Metacritic? Who the fuck is on Metacritic? <laughs> Those are the movie facts. Didn't get nominated for any Oscars. So our general thoughts, which as always are spoiler free, and we're gonna go to sequel first. I've seen this movie a boatload of times. I'm a big fan of the franchise. This one is the most unique movie in the franchise. We're going to get into it as when we do our spoiler talk. But um, spoiling movie from 1980 doesn't really make much sense. But, um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I hadn't seen it. I, I really enjoy it. It capitalizes off the success of Halloween, which came out two years earlier. That's kind of the point. Um, there's probably three major slasher 80s movie franchises and this is one of the three so i mean pick your poison with friday 13th halloween and nightmare on elm street um it fits that mold it knows what it wants to be doesn't try to do too much so no i enjoyed it Corey, what'd you think this movie does the one thing an early franchise slasher movie needs to do keeps it simple stupid it does not try to do anything too much and I will use the rest of my time to tell you fun facts about Friday the 13th, the original. This motherfucker was filmed in New Jersey. It completely. Yeah. Top to bottom. It takes Camp Crystal Lake in this franchise is in New Jersey. It was filmed at a Boy Scout camp in North Jersey about 20 minutes from where I went to college. Yes, I have been to that Boy Scout camp. You went to Camp Blood? Yeah. It's like, the the camp itself is like four names, like Boney Sheeney or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've been there. Cool. Alright, so I'm going to disclaim this with two things first. Number one, horror is not my genre. Number two, I watched this on Sci-Fi On Demand, so I think all the murdery and 
more adult parts of it got edited out, so I didn't get the full Definitely experience. Did. Yeah, because I saw a couple clips on YouTube of like the actual kills, and I'm like, I didn't get to see them. They happened off screen, so <laughs> that probably ruined part of the experience for me. The nice way of me saying this is I'm impressed by what they were able to do with that budget, because this is a very cheaply made movie, and I don't think it holds up great. Nah. Yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah. And the more accurate way is I don't think this movie is very good. Okay. But we'll get into it in spoilers, and which is going to start right now, because from here on out we're spoiling Friday the 13th. If you haven't seen it yet, it's on Sci-Fi On Demand. Maybe you can find it on YouTube, or just rent it. I don't know. Or you have a friend who owns it. That horror friend. All right, let's do it. Spoilers, go. I'm with you. I don't think this movie ages as well as I would like. Um, I just happen to have the nostalgia of having seen it when I was way younger and way more impressionable. And things like just watching the movie happen from the point of view of Pamela Voorhees. Like those moments when you essentially are looking through Pamela Voorhees' eyes. Okay, so Pamela Voorhees is the killer. <laughs> She's Mrs. Voorhees. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, right? So the, the craziest part about this franchise is that the killer in the first movie never appears again. Well, she does. She does appear again, but not alive. <laughs> so, so, so yes. this is not a good cable movie. No. All of these movies had trouble passing the uh, MPAA rating standard to get an R rating. Like, they all had to be heavily, heavily edited. So the rated R version that you do get is really watered down. So for them to put that on cable is going to be practically water, right? So there's going to be nothing in it. I'm curious to uh, to hear if you got Kevin Bacon's death. Uh, no, I just got the arm reaching out from under the bed. And I okay. was left to assume that he died. That happened to me with a couple of people. Do you know how he died? They shove an arrow through his face, right? It's through his neck. Neck, his throat. Yeah, 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 yeah his yeah. throat. It's... Think Alien. Think the first time the Alien pops mm-hmm. through. It's, it's essentially the same thing where like you kind of like see the arrow start to like poke oh, goes, up goes through, through, up through the bed yeah like it goes from underneath him underneath the bed oh I thought I thought he got stabbed body. from the front no no it no. goes up and then like you kind of see it start to like try to like pop out the skin and then when it finally does it just like blood spurt and then we move on to the next scene okay so so the way they film that is he's like kneeling under the, like sticking his head through the bed and they have like a fake body yeah, like lying down there sense. and they poke right out that's it's pretty cool hmm. um that's probably an expensive scene for them uh, as you said, the, I like I do like the shots from the perspective of the killer because you don't know who the killer is until the last fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah, uh, they introduce the character in the third act. Normally, which, that's a cardinal sin, but for this movie, I'm willing to overlook it because it's a mystery killer. It's, it's exactly, and, and I she's in the movie from Act One. We just though. don't know that. We just don't know who she is. Yeah, exactly. Well, a killer is in the movie. A killer is in the movie. It's one of the if, rare times I'm willing to look the other way. On if that. you're following movie rules, they're they're trying to lead you to believe that the killer is Crazy Ralph, in my opinion. Yes, I'd say so. Kind of because yeah. he you just see him around in the first couple of acts, and then you don't hear from him anymore, and you're kind. I'm like, oh, what happened to Crazy Ralph? I bet he's killing everybody. Well, the cop even shows up and says, we're looking for Crazy Ralph. Right. When he gets drunk, he becomes... Then they find him in the pantry yeah. for reasons. Yes. <laughs> See, uh, that's, one of, that's one of my big oh, no, no moments in this movie where they're like, we haven't seen the guy. He comes out of the pantry and his bike is on one of the trees right outside the cabin. Like, nobody's like, whose bike is this? How? How? How does nobody notice this random fucking bike is Continuity here now? Error. 
Could be. Maybe they <sighs> thought it was Annie because they don't know what happened to her That's yet. True. They haven't even met her yet. Yeah. But they, but they know someone else is coming. Yeah. The Annie thing is bullshit. That's I one get of the things that so... annoyed me most about this movie. I, I also get bothered by Annie because she's the first person you see and interact with. So you think she's going to be... The lead. And she never gets to do point. anything. No. no. Except killed. Yeah. The only thing she she's gets to do is second die. person killed? First. First. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. First person killed. Technically third. Because of the flashback scene in the beginning. Yes. Yeah. This, um... Script could not exist today. There's no. way too many. Oh, is all the counselors going to be pretty as you? And Oh, it's really creepy. Oh, yeah. They're... Yeah. yeah. It's really overt. It's awful wardrobe that really only adds to the creepiness. Because you got Steve Christie, who is basically like a creepy 80s version. Or a creepy blonde version of 80s Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> he, yeah, he puts off such a weird Ted Bundy vibe for me. What? Just give me one more week, and then he kind of like strokes her hair. I'm like, yeah, is, like is there a thing here, or are I you need, just being a creepy boss? I have, you have no idea. I you don't know how them. old these camp counselors are either. Yeah, like it's the rest of the series focuses on like sexed up teenagers, right? Yeah, I mean a lot of the I mean, this is basically that just. But they seem a little, a little older. I don't know. I I can't I tell. Well, you put the. I want to say college age. You, well, that's the it thing, right? Be. So you you also put the word counselor involved. Yeah. When the counselors involved, they're the ones with the authority. They're the people that are in charge. So you assume that they're at least college age. As a guy that worked for YMCA camp, I'll tell you that a lot of them are in fact in high school. So. Corey, was it fun to stay? No. Okay. <laughs> that's... No, it was a shitty, shitty job. One th- one thing I will s- say that I do respect about the Friday the 13th franchise is the majority of the movies do take place at Camp Crystal Lake, yet there is never any kids involved with the deaths. That's pretty cool because these movies turn... The first one's serious, the second one's kind of serious, then they kind of become almost dark comedies where you're rooting for Jason and you just want to see the sex and the kills, pretty much. It's kind of what their forte became. All the things that got edited out for me. Exactly. More or less, yeah. Um, and they, if they involved the killing of children or putting children in danger at any point, that kind of would have put like a black mark on the franchise oh, for, for sure. me. It's really so. uncouth to show child death. Like, yeah. It's... But for something taking place at a summer camp, you would think that would be well, it's in this, part yeah, of it. Yeah, because it's in the spirit of the first movie, uh, the original, because she's killing the counselors because they let her baby drown. Exactly. So it makes it makes sense that it continued that way, and mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess that's for the best. Yeah, so um, I love the scenes from the perspective of the killer. Because I like not knowing who the killer is. I like seeing the um, the fear in the counselor's eyes, his victim's eyes, like like running around, fighting back a little bit. And for the fir- the first time you're seeing it, I didn't, I kind everyone said like after this came out, oh the killer, it's not Jason, it's really Jason's mother. So like I never had that like experience. Yeah, like, I, I did that that, rev- long time that reveal yeah. was like never like a thing. Um, I was like, when does Jason's mother show up? <laughs> Well, and that's the thing, too. So, I, we weren't even born until well after this movie was out. Which means we didn't see this movie until... I probably saw this movie in, like... Way too young. 97? Yeah, yeah, I probably saw it. 9, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say I was 11 or 12 when I saw it for the first time. I was 32. <laughs> but, like... But, on top, of, on top of everything else, how many other Jason Voorhees movies has come out since? Because every other Friday the 13th since... Has been Jason with his hockey mask with the machete. I think the there's machete. like 12 of them. He gets the there hockey, is literally 12 of them. He gets the hockey mask in part three. Yes. 
I kept see. waiting for a kid in a, or a guy in a hockey no, mask, and he, I was like, damn it. He gets it in part three. So let's see, eight's Manhattan, nine is Jason Goes to Hell, then there's Jason X. Which That's is in Jason space. space. Yeah, then there's the... Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. And, next. And, and then, then Jason vs. Jason. And then, Jason, and then Friday the 13th the, the remake, is yeah. the remake okay. in 2009. A lot of them have like the final in the title. <laughs> there's the final chapter. And then they just lie. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, it kind of is the... Yeah. There, were, there are a couple of them that it's oh, hang on Friday the 13th part 2 3 which is in 3D which is uh, not even watchable anymore and 4 is a new beginning is it because of the 3D or just that bad because of the 3D 4 is a new beginning 5 is I'm impressed right now 5 is I don't know how right you are because I'm 5 is the final yet. chapter 6 is Jason lives 7 is the new blood 8 is Jason takes Manhattan 9 is Jason goes to hell then it's Jason colon the final Friday the final Friday Did they put that colon yep. the final Friday Yep And then you get Jason that's, X in space that's, and then you that's get Freddy my, and then that's, So there are two of them that say final chapter one's number 5 and then one's number 10 or number 9 It is the final Friday for Paramount in that regard It's true um, Jason goes to hell. Colon Paramount's final friend. <laughs> that movie. That is the worst freaking I'm, movie in the franchise. I don't know if far. I'm ever exploring nine? anymore uh, beyond this one. It's so, so bad. I we're, hate, we're talking about nine, right? Yeah, yeah. I hate nine so much. Jason takes Manhattan, gets a bad rap, and I think that was a lower tomato score. But nine is awful. I hate it so much. Right. I'll take a word for it. Yeah. Nine is bad. Six is really good. Four, five, and six are like pretty solid. Its own trilogy. The, the final chapter, trilogy. a new beginning, and Jason lives. Jason lives is my favorite personally. I haven't seen Jason lives in such a long period of time that I couldn't tell you what makes it different than the other ones around it. So I can't confirm. I actually didn't hate Freddy vs. Jason. I, I think it, I think it's a little entertaining. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's over the top, but it's fine. I got nothing. Well, the thing with Freddy vs. Jason is the final scene of Jason Goes to Hell is... Um, Jason you see, leaving hell. You see his mask in the desert with, like, sand blowing, and then you hear Freddy's laugh, and his hand comes out and grabs his mask and drags it down. So you're like, holy shit, they're going to make a Freddy vs. Jason movie. That's going to be awesome. And Freddy vs. Jason came out in the early 2000s, yeah. and Jason Goes to Hell came out, I want to say, 92. Yeah, it was forever. Be my guess. I'm not sure. But Jason Goes to Hell was 93. Okay, that was close. Yeah. Um, nine years. Jason's barely in that one, too. Barely. Jason Goes to Hell? Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. All right. But it's not a Jason Goes to Hell podcast. It's not. <laughs> it's... Jason makes two appearances in this movie, both What's... as a boy. <laughs> oh, the, the, the flashback? Well, you see in Pamela Voorhees is like, Flashback conscious brain. that she like uh, her son drowning. Yes, and then uh, and then the horribly designed thing that dives out of <laughs> that'd be a big moment though for people seeing that in theaters. For the I would I would have jumped if I saw yeah. this movie in theaters in 1980. I would I I jumped a little bit watching. I was like, oh crap! I didn't see that coming. Yeah, it was. I, you believe... think that's the ending yeah. scene? Yeah, I actually I haven't seen I also the original a little because it looks ridiculous. But <laughs> sorry. The first. This is the first time I've seen this movie in a very long time, and I totally forgot about it. So I actually did jump a little bit on the train. I did. So it, what's funny is he drowns. I'm gonna say like a ten year old boy, right? Roughly ten. Sure. The mummified zombie version of him is 
probably still a 10 year old kid i would say and then part two takes place five years after the events of part one full-grown adult full-grown yes. adult <laughs> it's as if he didn't actually drown or he continued to age he was in suspended in, animation but he drowned Weird. in 57 yeah Right, and this movie, let's say, takes place in eighty. Yep, because it's so, his present day. So yeah, you so 80. it's he should be thirty-three years old, roughly. Yep, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it's Is bizarre. It? They do not care about continuity in this series at all. They don't. The only continuity is with the hockey mask, because I think in part four, he gets an axe to the face and it chips the mask, and that chip remains on his mask throughout the uh, franchise. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting stand to make in continuity. Well, that's so many different directors, so many different Jasons. And it could have just been a nod to the old director, too, but now it's just become a thing where it is, his mask is chipped. Yep. Question not relevant to this movie. Does Jason ever speak? I don't think so. I do not think so. The fact that you're still thinking about it leads me to believe no or barely, so I'm good. You've answered my question. No. Okay. I think in one of the movies you see, and maybe Freddy vs. Jason, where he gets sent back to when he was drowning, and I think he's saying something then. It's in that scene. He um, but that he's in he's in he's dreaming. Yeah. So Freddy's in his consciousness, and he um, Freddy just water leaks on him, and he reverts back to a small child. And he's shivering. He doesn't say anything though. If Jason spoke, it'd be in that movie. That would have been a thing. He just he's just yeah. shivering. That's that's it. No, I, I thought like the memory we see of him drowning. I thought we heard him. He's saying help help, 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 help in the, yeah, uh, in yeah, the yeah. first one. That's but true. like yeah. full grown adult, yeah, full killer grown Jason adult, does not, not speak. So. Yeah, yeah, no. I meant I meant serial murderer. Jason. No, no. Okay, gotcha. He does not. So we're introduced to Crazy Ralph right after Annie gets off the train Crazy and goes Ralph's the, amazing and gets to the diner. There's like, hey, can anybody point me to Camp Crystal? Like, and everybody turns to him and is like, what? Yeah, weird town. Weird town. Uh, and then the lady who's working the place says, hey, why don't you get in this guy's truck? He'll drive you up. And he's also ready to go the second she says that. She's like, yeah, I was already done with my meal. This is perfect timing. Right? I was waiting for somebody to give a ride just, to. Just different time. I guess hitchhiking was more of a thing back then. And But this is that's not my problem with the scene. Because you're right. Different is time. Is your problem with the scene how he helps her to the truck with a full-on double-ass grab and like right up in there? I mean, that is problematic, and, but and that is not my problem. all the other creepiness involved in that? Yeah, he compliments her looks a lot. So, we meet Crazy Ralph. He yes. says, don't go up there. You'll die. It's Camp doomed. Blood, he got, it's got a death curse. Got a death curse. Doomed. You're all doomed. And then, I think that guy's name is like Enos or something like that? Enos. Enos. He's like, get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Get out of here, Crazy Ralph. Don't do, don't be silly. Don't go scaring people. And then immediately once he's in the truck, he's like, anybody tell you about it? Don't go there. Run away, girl. Yeah, quit now. Quit, quit now. Quit I now. mean... Why, why wouldn't you tell her that before you started driving her? Why would you shoo away Crazy Ralph only to tell her the exact same thing Crazy Ralph was just trying to tell her? I mean, he's still got to take a shot with the cute girl, right? Uh, I guess it's fair. Yeah. Different time. It was a very different time. <laughs> this movie. Oh, oh man. This you might have weird. got the line saying, like, look, I'll drive you to a bus station right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would that would have been better, I, I I suppose. But we never see the truck driver. Really he just lets her out in the middle of nowhere. Next to a fucking cemetery. Like, what? This is it. Well, that's the crossroads, right? That's as far yeah. as he's going. As far as he's going. 
And then when Mrs. Voorhees picks her up, I think that's the road. How, bitch, how do you know what the road to Camp Silver Lake is? Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake, sorry. That's all right. Yeah, I don't know. That scene you definitely, her death you definitely missed, but. I saw, I mean, I saw, she just, he just, she just slashes her throat, right? But do you get like the like gasp? Probably not, no. So it was cool. So so you see the the throat, the, the slice, right? And it starts like in that like thin and like blood kind of starts to come out. Right as all this happens, like she like gasps like <gasps> and like that oh, motion yeah. like opens it up and I was yeah. like, that is fucking cool. As a kid I thought that was insanely awesome how like they were willing to show that in this it holds up. It is one of my favorite deaths. I'm annoyed that it's Annie and I'm annoyed it's so early. I really wanted Annie to be something. Yeah, I mean I wanted to see how well she could cook. <laughs> I think that's the thing about this movie is nobody lasts Long, like nobody lasts at all. Except None for, of them, except for Alice. Except Alice, for Alice. Like the Alice first three make, of them. Alice makes it into part two, and she's killed in like the first five couple scenes. Yeah, first uh, five minutes. I thought killed. she was in the first three for some reason. No, nope, nope. Huh. Maybe they make mention of her, or they flash. Maybe back. Flat, probably flash so, back. They definitely make mention of her. She yeah. got a check. Hopefully, maybe. Um. All right, I'm gonna say my least favorite part of this. this cool. Is so glaringly obvious that like watching it now, you just laugh. I forget what so, that is. When Alice is realizing like people are dead, <laughs> um, one of her friends, I think it's Beth, gets thrown through the window. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, her name's it's not Beth. Nancy? No, it starts with a B. Brenda? Brenda. Brenda gets thrown through the window. So then she runs out, and the other guy flops down from the tree. Yes. So then Mrs. Voorhees pulls up in her car. Who the hell threw Brenda through the window? Yeah. <laughs> It happens instantly after she runs out. The guy flops from the tree, and then Mrs. Voorhees he pulls up. Maybe, Maybe she set up a catapult. <laughs> is Jason around? She's got a hell of an arm. Is Jason around, and we just don't know it yet? He's in the lake, dog. He's in the lake. He's in the I, lake. Don't I don't know. Well, he's not introduced yet, and it's, it's, true. it's revealed that she's the killer, so I'm going to say no. Yeah, no, I agree. That's definitely problematic. I did not recognize Brenda in that scene. Like I realized afterwards, but I was like, who the fuck is this random person that's <laughs> dead and got thrown to the window? So we don't see. So we see just about everybody's death. Yeah, we never see. We I we, didn't see hers. I'm assuming you actually don't. see No, her. we don't. the The lights flash. It goes to the next mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, with the guitar, and that's okay. it. Okay. So we don't know how she dies, and it doesn't look like she. She yeah, looks like she, she got had, it the worst. She had arrows through her and shit, right? Like no, no, that no. Was that was Bill. Well, I know Bill had one, and then I think she had like some arrow. Like she through. might have. I yeah. don't remember. It just looked like she got her face kicked in pretty bad. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but like the the movie, it took till and I, and I waited for it one hour and ten minutes. An hour and ten minutes into this one hour and thirty-six minute movie. For Mrs. Voorhees? No. Oh, for okay. any of those people to realize that any of the other people were dead. Yeah. They do a everybody, bad job. Everybody either is like, huh, where where are they? And then as they're looking for them, they also die. Or is, oh, we'll find them later, and then dies. So the first like horror movie scream you get is an hour and ten minutes into this. And you get next to none of the tropey running through, throwing things. It happens to Annie some because she realizes that she's like getting attacked. I love, that's it. And I, then there's like another hour of like nothing. I love when the, the, the reveal is, of Pamela Voorhees happens that she's the killer. 
I love the fight scenes between. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. They're, they're tied so... for my least favorite. They it's, are fucking horrendous. It's, it's so bad. It's hysterical to me, though. Oh, it is. Oh, it's Granted, really but it's funny. so poorly done. Oh, the done. slap, the backhand, the, the forehand, the backhand, <laughs> the forehand. She the, doesn't have uh, ish, trouble killing anybody else, both Annie. She's yep. taking her time. See, <laughs> she's enjoying it. And that was my thing. So she's spent one day killed eight people so far ish something Let's like see. that annie steve christie brenda kevin bacon marcy ned, marcy ned, ned um bill six. bill brenda i think you said brenda did we okay. yeah okay. okay probably seven seven good so there's seven people that are dead now yep they're all dead she's tired man but but why like she just like Comes out of the car smiling. Hey, what's wrong? I work. I used to work here. I'm Pamela Voorhees. I don't know why she's bothering putting on this ruse with just. That's what it, I mean. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense because you you see the kills right, and they they at first when they see her, oh hi, how are you, or what are you doing here, or something, you know. It's not like they continue on like that, like no, and it's like there's some more small talk happening, and, she, and then a death. Then she pulls just, out a weapon and offs them. Yeah, but with this is. <laughs> Let me see it. Okay, now I'm going to tell you. And the thing is, it's it's for me, it's just convenient plot device to actually give us some semblance of a narrative behind the killer's motivation because they didn't give us anything. They were like, oh, a boy drowned there and weird things have happened there. And then people the start dying. The went bad and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So now like they're like, oh, shit, we actually have to tell people what it is that, that's going on here. <laughs> we forgot to put a plot in this movie. <laughs> yeah. That, so let's, that fight, though. It's so the fight's they're, fucking there's a couple, there's a couple the cabin, of scenes. She's, yeah. she's running past all the heavy, dangerous things. She picks up the roll of twine or something. Yeah, and, and throws, throws it at her. And it's, it's like, oof. This is the third time. <laughs> it's the third time in that movie that somebody does that, too. The girl, the first girl that gets murdered back in 70 or whatever. 58. 58. Yeah. Like, takes like a, like an, what looks like an empty cardboard box and is like, yeah, terrible. The, these people have no situational awareness. No. I mean, granted, you're frightened, but you're going to grab something that's going to do some damage, I hope. Dude, the worst, one of the worst things for me is that, like, Alice has the best play. Takes the rope, throws it over the beam, ties it on the doorknob. Like, that's a, like, you're not opening that door. She ties a good knot around it. Like, you're not, like, girl, you're good. But she, Close she the blinds. Steve Christie. So she gotta run out. Yeah, because it's the it's the green jeep. It's the jeep. Yeah, which is the ultimate reveal, because you're like, oh, that's the that's the green jeep that picked up Annie in the With beginning. The trailer hooked up to the back and all. Yep. And then she gets into the car. Alice gets in, <laughs> opens the door, gets into the car, sees Annie's dead body. Right? Is that that's who's in the back dead? Yes. yes. Okay. One, she hasn't bothered moving any bodies yet, right? No. So why did she choose to move Annie's? I don't know. Two, I, well, I think. Two, who cares? Who cares? Know. There are seven other dead bodies. Get she, in the car. Drive one, one guy's body in the tree at some point. Oh, that's point. right. And then she threw one through the woods. Someone did. <laughs> they also moved Kevin Bacon's body and put the axe down. Yep. The fact that she doesn't get into the car, like after knocking Jason's mom out, Pamela, Pamela out. Drove me insane. Instead, she chooses to run to the lake and sit on the shore. I'm like, what are you doing? But that's what I'm saying. She she opens the car, sees a dead body yeah. in there, and chooses not to get in the car. I'm like, who gives a shit? Now, you have the proof that this woman is killing people. Yeah, it's absurd. 
absurd. It's, it's all fair. And another aspect that really doesn't make sense: Why would the police show up in the morning? They're not aware of anything going on. The only thing I could think of is, oh, let's see if Steve got his car back. That's the only thing I could think of. Did Steve get his car back? I mean, they seem to be friends. So, like, maybe, maybe but, but he like can the, take him out to breakfast or something. I don't know, But man. the car has been moved, so he might, he might go to that spot. He goes, oh, I guess Steve got his car back. True, but they were, they were um, the cops were kind of... He's looking for Crazy Ralph again. Crazy Ralph couldn't be missing again. They, they also could just be, like, concerned with... Like, they, they don't like those kids being up there. So they may just be like, yo, they're smoking grass. They're trying to, <laughs> trying to bust it. Which, which, <laughs> that like, was a crazy they made, scene. They made no, I forgot that existed. They made yeah. no mention of like them being like pot smokers before the cop shows up. And then two scenes later when they start playing strip monopoly, get the grass. Get the grass. I'm like, so they are, they are high. They are high in that scene. What are you? What is happening? By the way, Strip Monopoly comes out of nowhere. Terrible choice and for a strip game. Strip anything else. It takes so long. Strip literally anything else would have been a better choice. Unless you, like, divide all the properties at the beginning of the game, you're going to be sitting there for hours. Yeah, like, you have to wait Before until everything gets bought. Before you take a boot off? <laughs> Jesus. Well, the thing is, when she explained the game, she said that you buy with clothes. And I was like, okay, now... But- but no. then they bought with money and yeah. rented with clothes. And they exactly. rented and paid rent. Yeah, I was like, no, nope, that sucks. And theoretically, you would get your clothes back also, if why, they landed on your property. Why do none of these women get redressed before they go like stomping through the woods to get to the bathroom? Yeah, I don't know. Twice. It happens twice. I don't know she planned on sleeping with Kevin Bacon again. Because it was a <laughs> yeah, different that's fine. time. <laughs> That's fine. The Kevin Bacon, the uh, I can't remember her name though. Dar- Marcy, Marcy, Marcy or Darcy. Marcy, Marcy, I get, but Brenda, the, uh, but Brenda, who's just getting done the game of no, she just puts her her raincoat on and yeah. leaves in her bra and underwear. And she's For like, reasons. oh, she's like, oh, I forgot to close the windows. Just throw the poncho over her yep. already. Just well, as go- it was getting interesting. <laughs> well, good night. Have fun hooking up, you two. Yeah, right, wink. Um, yeah. Also, you gotta think, sex sells these movies, right? For sure. Yeah, I it mean... It gets worse as the franchise progresses. I'm sure they do, because standards have gotten lower. I'm near positive that at some... In at least two Jason movies, people have been impaled while having sex. I can think of at least okay. two there's where it's happened. Four, I think, there's like a... I mean, if you're gonna go out... Like, like I think the, I, the machete like goes through two people and the bed, and you just see it hit the yes, floor. Yes. Oh my god! Um, yeah, that's a sharp machete. I, it's power. It's a mighty swing. Um, Jason, Jason is strong. I don't impale. I, I know underwater. Aerobic. These movies, sex equals death. If you have sex on camera during you, this, you're gonna die. Both you're of dying. you. Yep. That's, that's just what survive. happens. But not having sex on camera doesn't save you from no, dying. No, no. But sex not. equals death. That's the slasher movie rule set in the in, by Halloween. And everyone followed that for the longest time. Yep. I don't think anybody's ever broken it. I, I don't, don't want to say that because I've never seen every slasher That's movie. That's fair. And as times have changed... You may have changed those. Ex- exactly. It's true. That's fair. So this movie's kind of written like shit. Yeah. Like... This I don't movie's... know if it's the script or the director, because there's a lot of people, like, none of these scenes seem to make any sense, and there's a lot of people just doing nervous things with their hands. 
Like, the things that I remember is, like, Alice picking up the guitar and playing three notes and then putting it down. It's like, he didn't know what to tell her to do. It's like, just act natural. But she doesn't know how to act natural. It's like Alec Bowden holding the coffee cups in 30 Rock. Could be. Like, yeah. it's just, it's, it's weird. This movie, this movie, in fairness, is, is definitely acted like a movie that had a budget of half a million dollars. It just feels like a short film that was supposed to be like 25 minutes long, but they're like, we have to make this feature length. Let's put in a bunch of things to eat up some time. <laughs> See, I think they just filmed a bunch of different scenes with the counselors in camp, and they just filmed all their death scenes and just like strung it together. That's fair. I think, I think yeah. column A, column B here. And I think that it, with the counselors acting, acting thing, it was literally just... Hey, you're in the room. These are the props that are in the room. What would you do in this situation? Re- really explore the space. <laughs> yeah, really explore. What would your counselor... What Leave would, no stone unturned. <laughs> what would your camp counselor do in this scenario? Oh, I'd play the guitar for a couple for a couple seconds. I'd play the guitar okay. for a second, realize I don't know how to play the guitar, and put it back. Put it right back down. Mm-hmm. I also, like... What would what would your camp counselor say to other camp counselors on a, after you got done a hard day's work? The vitamin C is able to eliminate the nitrates. Mm. My friend's been missing for a while Where after everyone else went missing, but first let's make some tea or coffee. And then she haphazardly puts the screw top back on the coffee. It's like crooked. The, it's just yeah. sitting there crooked. That bothered the hell out of me. <laughs> it, oh, yeah, it wouldn't have bothered me as much if she hadn't been so careful about putting the mason jar lid back on the sugar and then drumming on top of it. I'm like... Lady, you, you are spending way too much time with the sugar in your hand. And who pours instant coffee and sugar? To, what is happening? Yeah, that? who does that? I, that bothered me, too. I think That's, it's her first time making coffee. Could Clearly. Be. She's like, I'm an adult. It's doing not, hot, adult it's, not, it's not hot cocoa mix. It's, it's not. <laughs> it's not. And if it's instant coffee, that's fine. But you still put the water in, let it become coffee, and then put... You know what? Yeah. I don't have time. There's not enough time for me to get into... Corey's TED Talk on coffee will be next week. I could do that. It might be more interesting than what we have planned. Yeah, that's gonna be. Fun. I do. Now, everyone, take a guess at how many cups of coffee I drink in a day. About eight. Um. No, that seems high. I'm gonna go six. Hang on. I'm gonna say five. Somewhere between five and eight. Okay. Wow. We've, I gotta say, you get right a there. get a coffee before the train, then you get a coffee. Not before the train. Before he leaves the house. No. No, because I want to sleep on the Before train. Before you wake up. No, I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to make sure I get my my train sleep in. So if I have coffee, I'm not going to sleep on the train. So I get one as soon as I get off the subway. Okay. And then I go upstairs and get one of the free cups that one of the people in the office make. And then I have a first period prep. I get a coffee then. And then I have a third fourth prep. So I get a coffee then. If I have a prep last period of the day, I get one then. But that doesn't mean that people aren't making coffee runs for me in between. So minimum of five up to eight. That's how many cups of water you're supposed to drink in a day. <laughs> coffee, think, coffee's made out of water. I drink that much water. It's water and coffee. It's water and coffee. It's one of the main two ingredients. It might be a diuretic and dehydrate me, but it's fine. It's not my problem. I drink that much water in a day because when you go to the water cooler, it means you're not doing work. That's true. That's it. That's true. Water cooler trip. One day I hope to visit the water cooler. <laughs> I don't no, one hangs, no one hangs out at the water cooler, though. That's all made up. Catch the game last me. night? You should, it, you should just stand there did. and wait for people. I bet it did and way back when. conversation. But now, like, it's such, like, un, it's so uncouth to just hang out by a water cooler. It's so obvious that you're not doing work. You're such a cliche right now. Yeah. I'm also a big 
I go visit my work friends at their workstations. So I'll just like, they're where they're supposed to be. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I'm just like wandering around. So, hey, you've got the time. That's it. So, should we do favorite scene or favorite death? Because I feel like they're going to end up overlapping it's anyways. Favorite anything. Right. So, I did least favorite. I don't have a favorite death. I just have a favorite aspect, I guess. Okay. So, let me, let's go around and finish least, and then we'll do favorites, I guess. Sure. Least? Uh, my least is probably tied between the awful fight choreography at the <laughs> end and the scene of them killing the snake. They're just throwing stuff around the room in hopes that maybe they see the snake. So they're all working under the assumption that that snake is poisonous, which is why it needs to die. Yes? But they haven't no, seen the snake. No, I'm yet. not going to say I, that. I don't think so. I'm going to say the snake's creepy. No one wants to go to sleep in a place where there's a snake. Okay. Sure. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But somebody did say, make a mention of the fact that there were poisonous snakes. Like, it was like a, an offhanded joke. Okay. About like a poisonous snake in the bathroom. Fine. Yeah. Um,. If they believe that there there are snakes and they understand that they are poisonous, why are eight human beings all shoving their face under the bed where the snake is hiding from you? They all wanted a piece of that hot snake killing action. I guess. They want a front row seat. I was expecting that snake. I wanted that snake to come and bite one of them in the face so bad. That was amazing. And then like they have to, or like on the arm, and then they have to suffer between like they're dying from the snake bite, but then they just get killed by Jason's mom anyway. Suck the poison out. Oh my god, it'd be so good. Ned, you gotta suck the poison out. No! <laughs> Why is it gonna be Ned? If um, I was a counselor at the camp and there was someone streaked that there was a snake in the cabin, I'm not going near the cabin. Same. I'm sleeping <laughs> I'm somewhere out. else if I'm I was out. if I was supposed to be in that cabin. Uh the fucking camp is empty. Pick a different goddamn cabin. Also, why are they all staying in different cabins? <laughs> there should be like a counselor's. No, I'll be bored. No, I think it's sleepaway camp. Don't isn't there a counselor in Depends. But before the kids get Separate there, they room. should all be staying together, right? They probably a girl's maybe. cabin and a guy's well, cabin. Yeah, well, at least that. Yeah, one and one and the other. The cabins also like look vastly different. One of them's got like a living room space with couches and the kitchen, that's and the like other the one lounge. Man. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like weird. The lounge. There's, there's a, a ski there's lodge. A sex almost. cabin. There's a sex cabin. Designated sex cabin. Which Ned literally just died in maybe mere moments before they went and started to bone in it. And he was right above them. You yep. guys gotta play the game because they they have the layout pretty much down. Like there's different Camp Crystal Lakes. Through. It's always Camp Crystal Lake, but they obviously filmed in different locations, and you can like pick which movie location, and they, the game gets it right. It's That's a lot of fun. Okay. The video game. Yeah. I think they actually just re like it's it's like wrapped up in one of like the classic game bundles for the Switch. Oh, I don't know if it'd be on the Switch because it's NES, right? Well, the original game's NES. That's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about the original game. Oh. I'm talking about the one that got released a couple of years ago, the open world one. Oh my god, I didn't know. I didn't even I didn't, know about that. Oh my god, it's the one of the most fun games of all time. You heard it here first. Oh, it's so good. There's got to be people out there that have played it. Shit, now I gotta go look at you, this bad boy up. You spawn. It's it's all open world. You you. It's like it's kind of like a almost like a Halo board where um. You you start. You're either a um, a counselor, and one of you is randomly Jason. You can pick which Jason you want to be, huh. and then your goal is to work together to either get start a car up, start a boat up, or just call the police for them to show up. And meanwhile, Jason's going around trying to kill all of you. Trying to the the goal of Jason is to try to kill all of you. The goal of you is to work together to and... either escape or survive. And if you're Jason. 
being it's these movies don't make much sense and Jason can be multiple places at the same time, you can teleport as Jason. That's fucking cool. That yeah. sounds a lot like Dead by Daylight, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, well, Death by Daylight, yeah, it's the same It's shit. the same well, game mechanic, yeah, yeah. Did Dead by Daylight, like, was that like a fan-made thing? I don't know. Because they didn't have the rights to like any of these... Guys, like you won't have, you can't have Freddie and Michael Myers and and no, but they can make someone very close. I- exactly, and they they're called Freddie and Michael Myers. Like, that's the thing. Like, oh, yeah, I like I never understood that. That's a fun game too. I've never played it, but I've I've seen video of it. Yeah, it's this one's like more like more professionally made. I feel it's a lo- it's a lot of fun. You okay. can totally screw with other players too. Watch the videos. Of I'll Google it. I'll yeah, it definitely. Google. It's so good. If you're a fan of the franchise, definitely I, play yeah. the game. Okay. Just don't suck. <laughs> uh, my least favorite part is what I mentioned earlier because it's just such a huge pet peeve of mine where guy is like, hey, get out of here, crazy guy. Stop trying to scare her. And then mere moments later going and literally saying exactly what he just said. Like, pick a lane. Pick a lane. Who, like, during the editing process was like, you know what would make a lot of sense is if you told this guy that he was crazy – and then went and supported everything that that guy just said. That's what's going to make sense for this movie. That's good film writing. That's great writing right there. That's my least favorite. I just, I, I hate that. I'll kick off favorite because we're right here. Sure. Crazy Ralph. Crazy Ralph's my favorite part of this movie. Really? Yeah. The move. The South Park guys did a movie called Cannibal the Musical. Yeah. And there's a guy that just goes. You're doomed. You're all doomed. And now I know what they took that from. It's Crazy Ralph. It's Crazy Ralph from Friday the 13th. He's in part two. He is. I'm glad. He's in part three also. No, he dies in part two. No, you can't (laughs) kill Crazy Ralph. That's fucked up. Watch me. (laughs) Wow, Corey. Sorry. Favorite for me, I, I really love the aspect of showing the kills from the killer's perspective i think that's incredibly well done they didn't do that in halloween you never see through the mask of michael myers except for the first kill when he kills his sister i like keeping that as the theme throughout like the entire part mm-hmm. of the movie um do they do that in other movies or do you see jason co people oh you see jason Coe okay people. so yeah. it's only pamela this. Yep. yeah so this was the the shocker right because Okay, I guess because you already know who the killer is exactly. in the other movies. Yeah, okay. Exactly. The, so, so they took that first scene from Halloween where you're seeing it through the eyes of Michael Myers. Even though that seems really weird because when he's stabbing his sister, he's looking up and to the right and he's just looking at the knife and he's not looking at his sister. Yeah. <laughs> as he said, which is which is bizarre to me. But um, It's like you're playing VR and you're just looking in the wrong spot. Exactly. But you're doing the thing you're supposed to do anyway. Um, just this keeping it from like his, uh, her perspective, I should say, is like really well done and clever to me. On top of the fact that you also get to see probably the best death. It's probably the least climactic, like like dramatic death. But the look on what's his name, Steve Christie? Yes, yes, right. The look on his face when he gets stabbed is probably some of the best. Act- it's almost like a millisecond, but he actually looked like shocked, like. Oh my god! This person I know just stabbed me. Like it's like yeah. really, it's like really good acting work in that moment. Which Does is, he you know her? Get, yeah, yeah, because she used to work, to work there. Okay, he's reopening well, the camp. He's reopening the camp. I don't think he owned the camp back in the fifties. 
I think his family did. Yeah, I think that's what they're saying. I think there's a line of that in the movie that it's always been in the Christie family or something. I think he says it. She's well, she says I'm a friend of the Christies. Yeah, but I don't know. I think he just sees an adult and just making small talk. Well, I mean, it also seems like a very small town, so she may she might be a resident of the town. I don't know how close they they know know each other. other. It seems it seems like they know each other. Um, There's some line in there, which is why like he's like, oh hi, what are you doing? And then like that stab happens. Like oh, it's you. Yeah, kind of. Uh, that being said, I think Kevin Bacon's death is probably it's the best death in the movie. The best death in the movie. I have no comment. Yeah, it, it's either it's either Annie and seeing the throat open up or the arrow going through Kevin Bacon's chest. Um, the only one I saw was Pamela get decapitated. That's the only which, thing I saw a clip of. Oh my god, that's so that's probably the most ridiculous part of all of the fight scenes between them. Is that like she can't take her down? But one swipe with a machete and pop goes the head. Come on. Does um, the camera flip upside down at all during that fight at the end on the beach? I don't think so. I don't remember it. All right, also, maybe maybe she just killed the killer. Why is she like going and hiding in a canoe? Girl doesn't have a head no more. You can stay on the shore now. Just set up the last scene of. Totally She's exhausted and scene. she needed to fall asleep in the middle of a lake because all exhausted people need to be surrounded by water. At least it's safe, I guess. There's not, not there's well, no one's case, coming. Supposedly, no one. If there's another killer or something else is going to happen, they can't get to her unless they get into a canoe themselves. Yeah, that's the only thing I. That's can the think only thing I can think of. Yeah. There's Just... also still a jeep. Yeah, but she could drive away. There's a dead body in there. Oh no! <laughs> Guess what? She was just near a dead body that she caused. But the generator came back on, so she. Never mind. Pamela turned the generator. So that yeah, that's my favorite. Okay. Kind of a mix. Tico, did you you run it, right? I yeah, did. you did the killer yes. perspective, yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Do we have anything else? Any new business with Friday the thirteenth? No, we do not. Okay. Just I'll say it my my rating. Alrighty. Let's get into that part of the show, which is where we give each movie that we review a score of infinity stones from one to six, letting you know how good we thought it was. If you give it six stones, you can also give it an infinity gauntlet. Let's see what we're giving Friday the 13th, starting with Corey. This is a classic. I mean, if you are a fan of the genre, if you're a fan of the slasher subset of the genre, this is one of one of the big three, one of like the fathering three between, like you said, Halloween, Friday the 13th, and Nightmare right. on Elm Street. You know, those are the the big three names that everybody knows and you always go back to, and they have like a million movies of each. Uh, because they can, uh, because people will always go and see them. Does this movie hold up? Not particularly. Um, does it need to? No, because it still has, you know, the legacy of having created one of the most iconic horror villains of all time. I this is not one of the ones I go back to. If I'm going to go back and watch a Friday the Thirteenth, this is not the one I go to. This is a three stone movie. It's poor, but it, it's it's important. Sequel. If you want to get into Friday the 13th, if you've never seen any of the movies before, I recommend skipping this one entirely because the rest of the franchise is not like this. This movie is very unique, though, having the killer be the person's mother. I, that that was clever for the time. But if again, if you want to start with this, I wouldn't even start with two. I'd go right into part three and skip the first two entirely, even though three is in three D. But like, you, you will you'll know the story, right? So start you, with four. Yeah, I guess. 
But by four, you're getting kind of campy and ridiculous. So but like, the campy and ridiculousness of the franchise is what makes the franchise great, in my opinion. I really do enjoy the Friday the 13th movies. I agree with you, Corey. I don't really revisit one too often because I like Friday the 13th for Jason. And Jason's barely in this, right? So like, And not the Jason we know and love by any means. Exactly. So in that regard, this kind of started it all. Uh, for that franchise, like they did, capitalize off this off the success of like Halloween and Sleepaway Camp, and um, uh, it, it's it's important. It's fun for the genre. It is a classic horror film. I'll give it four stones just for nostalgia alone. I mean, I I, I do watch the movie. It's on every year. It's on every Halloween. I have AMC Fear Fest going on like all the time in October, so I I, I catch parts parts of it anyway. But um, guys, it was on today. There's a zero percent chance that sci-fi did not oh, yeah. have this on today. Oh, definitely, it's on every. Almost certainly, it's on some cable network every Friday the thirteenth. Don't watch it on cable. No. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I but I, I, I would I would bet money that sci-fi is literally just running them start to finish all day. There's twelve of them. That's about two hours each. That's twenty four hours. Bang, you're done. Yeah. Probably. Just started with this one at midnight. Probably. So yeah, give it a. I'll get. I'll give it four stones. I'll be the highest on this. <laughs> yeah, you will be. <laughs> I said it at the top. The horror slasher movies are not my genre. So, if you love this movie, I'm happy for you. It's just not something that I love. It's not a good movie. It's kind of bad. It's written poorly and acted poorly. It. You're watching this for the kills, and I guess if that's your thing, these were apparently pretty good. I didn't get to see them. But, uh, yeah, it's, at the end of the day, it's not a good movie, and unlike a not-good movie like The Warriors that I enjoyed, I didn't really enjoy this one that much. So I think I'm going to end up giving this movie two stones, because I'm probably not going to watch it again. I'll watch clips of YouTube on, on what I missed, I guess. Two, three, four. Nice. Yeah. Three, four, two. <laughs> those are our scores for Friday the 13th. If you want to let us, let us know what your favorite movie in the Friday the 13th franchise is. In an email, which is zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. I missed it. Sorry. Wow. I'm you sick. really be under the weather. Yeah. For real. You can also let us know your favorite Friday the 13th movie on Twitter via GIF of your favorite Jason. Uh, send that over to us at zthpodcast. If you have a Jason mask, take a picture of yourself in it. Send that to us on Instagram at zthpodcast. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash ZTH podcast, or search for us within Facebook, Zeros Talking Heroes, Zeros and Heroes, and an ES. If you went to summer camp, send us a picture of summer camp. Nice. We can compare. I have plenty. Just show us that after. <laughs> He's actually going to do it. Nice. <laughs> Go on iTunes, podcast apps, find us, give us a five-star rating, subscribe, rate, oh no, I already said rate it, review it, tell your friends. Like our posts, interact with us, send us emails, do stuff. Let us know you're out there, because we appreciate you listening. Next time, we already know what we're doing, but I'm not going to tell you, because I'm keeping it a surprise. It's been long in the making. We may have a guest, and by may, I mean definitely do. And if you can figure out who that person is, good for you. It shouldn't be that hard. (laughs) If you go back... (laughs) We've had three guests. We've had... Four. So tune in next time for a very special, we'll say holiday-themed episode. Uh, it is. I'd say that's accurate. Can't wait to see you then. 
we won't see you, but and you won't see us. I don't know how to end the show still. No one has suggested anything, so really, use any of those contact means to let us know some way I should end the show, and your way will maybe be featured, unless it's weird and gross. If you want Joe to introduce us as part of the movie that we review, send us an email at zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Boom. <laughs> you missed it again. <laughs> He wasn't supposed to. He said ZTH Podcast. You don't boom your own email address. I disagree. I do. I get in on it now. I don't care. I've been using uncouth a lot this week. I'm uncouth all over the place. It doesn't matter. I love that. As they say, uncouth to empty your spit valve during a performance, especially on the person's next to you's shoe. What movie? I have no idea. But on that note, it's my job to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. And we're going to leave now so we can guess this quote. Take care, everyone.